Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Stay at Full Motherhood. This week I've been learning about chronotypes, which if you don't know what those are, like I didn't until this week... These are our body's natural preferences for when we want to be awake and when we want to be asleep, and they're influenced by our genetics. So I found out that my ideal time to go to sleep is actually midnight, and my ideal time to wake up is 6.30am, which I actually love because I have been seeing my sleep schedule, which is later than most people's, as something I needed to work on, and... Discovering this and the chronotypes has just come as a perfect reminder for me that we do not need fixing. We're right where we're meant to be and we can allow ourselves to just be for a little while at least. There is nothing wrong with you. Nothing needs fixing. So this brings me to talking about rest again this week because this is another area where many of us think we need to really sort ourselves out and make sure we're getting at least some rest in, either because we've been told to that we need to for the sake of our health or because we want to set a good example for our kids or most likely because we feel we should be taking care of ourselves to a certain degree anyway so that we can keep turning right around and serving other people and serving them better than if we never tried to fill our cup at all. But the question I would ask here is... Is rest even beneficial when it's being done for any of these reasons to get these very specific outcomes? Is it then true rest? What even is true rest? Are you pushing yourself to achieve rest just like you push yourselves to do everything else on your to-do list? Or does this even matter because surely any rest is better than no rest at all? So as I've said on here before, the time hacker definition of rest is that rest is not resisting the moment you're in. So that means being in a moment where you're not telling yourself exactly what's not right with you, what's bad about your kid's behaviour, which of course is all your fault, what's wrong with your marriage or with anything else at all. You're just fully in the moment you're in, fully present, fully there. Real rest is that presence in how you're feeling right now. And it's really just not thinking that it should be any different. So true rest for me is when I'm dancing. In these moments, my thoughts are not spinning in my head about what I should be doing instead or next or any other time. I'm just enjoying being me. I'm feeling powerful in my body and I'm feeling really right in who I am. But giving ourselves permission to do this, to go to that place of rest, whatever that looks like for you, requires that we move towards it from a place of trust. We're not coming at it with suspicion and asking ourselves, so what's this resting business going to do for me then? And I could be doing the kitchen cleanup right now, so it better make me feel good or at least boost my energy or something. 
you don't want to be doing the resting to try to create that trust in rest. Because then if you don't see the benefit right away, you'll just stop because it's not proving itself to you that it's worth it. Remember, please always that you are worth investing in. Whether that's your time or your energy or your money or your attention, you are worth it. You don't need to be proving anything to anyone and rest doesn't need to prove anything to you and we don't want to be expecting it to. You get to just decide, do I want to keep going, 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 to keep living by my to-do list every day, to keep feeling hooked on the dopamine hit of ticking items off that list? In fact, this might be another reason why you decide to throw rest on your to-do list too, to give yourself that chance to get more dopamine by checking it off when it's done. What we want to do is to be able to allow space to be there, to train your brain to really see all the space and all the gaps in your day that you're just not seeing right now because you're not believing that they're there. This reminds me of that Roald Dahl quote, those who don't believe in magic will never find it. There is, this is the way for you to be in the moment you're in rather than stuck in thoughts about a past we can't change or a future we can't control. So go ahead now and ask yourself how you're already doing it. How are you already resting? Remember, this is not what you think rest should look like, like reading a book or taking a nap. This is moments where you're not resisting the moment you're in. So one such moment for me was being in the pool at the weekend with my youngest and just really loving being so close to her because she can't swim more than a few feet right now. And so I was really looking at her face as I talked to her and I was noticing the tiny freckles that have popped up over the summer. I know this is why I wanted to become a stay-at-home mum in the first place, but somehow it got lost in the doing and the busyness and the proving and the justifying my existence as a stay-at-home mum. And for my kids too, I know this is the mum that they want. So what I'm testing out for myself right now, and I invite you to do it too, is resting first before I do anything else in my day. So this gives me the chance to choose how I want my day to go from a resourced place rather than stumbling through and reacting to whatever life throws at me. So whether your rest is dancing or something else, Pick what you think will feel like rest to you. Actually do it and then just ask yourself, what is the story I'm telling myself about me in this moment? So as I said, I feel incredibly powerful when I dance. I feel fully alive. I feel the energy in me vibrating. I feel that I'm standing taller. I feel I know myself and who I am. And once you know what it is that you believe about yourself when you're resting... The brilliant thing is that you can transfer these thoughts over to other areas of your life to create what you want for yourself because, as we've said on here before, our thoughts create our feelings which drive our actions and which create our results. So when we start to know and love ourselves for who we are and not according to how we perform, we start to develop that trust in ourselves to make decisions quickly and move forward with changes we might want to make, knowing that we have our own backs and that we can do stay-at-home motherhood our way and create what we want in our lives without having to wait till one day when 
one day when we have more time, as we like to tell ourselves. So this isn't easy, of course, because your brain will always, always be trying to stop you. We have to remember that its only job is to keep us alive. And that means keeping you safe, doing the same things you've always done, because your brain has lots of evidence that you survive very well doing things this way, because after all, you're still alive. So the trick here is to be willing to feel that discomfort in your body when you're making a change, like starting to intentionally rest, for example, and to be willing to be with the sensation in your body without making a whole story out of it, which is what our brains are wired to do. So, for example, I broke my little toe recently and I didn't just experience the pain in my body. Instead, I made up many, many never-ending stories about it, like... I shouldn't have been climbing up on that chair. Why was I even wearing socks when I don't normally? Do I need an x-ray? Is that going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars that we just can't afford right now? And now, of course, I can't go to the gym, which I love. And working out is really part of who I am now. So I'm feeling so lost without it, etc, etc. This is what brains do. But we don't have to let ourselves get carried away with these stories. We can practice being in the moment instead, which means being with the sensations in our bodies and not resisting the moment we're in. Keep bringing yourself back to this. So when you're able to let go of the stories, which are just your brain trying to make meaning out of things, then we don't need to come out of rest expecting to feel better. We don't ever need to place the responsibility of our feeling better or feeling okay on what we're doing for rest, or on having more time, or on the kids all being in school, or on anything else outside of you. Of course, as humans, we think that what we need to feel okay comes from outside of ourselves, because we've been conditioned to think this way. As babies, we cry when we don't feel okay, and then we get given a blanket, or some food, or some comforting, or a diaper change. But... Your okayness comes from within you and from being able to be with the sensations in your body, knowing that you're safe in that. So not feeling the need to fight them, but instead accepting what's happening right now in the moment and really knowing that this is not the same thing as the stories you create around it. Okay, that's it for today. Please join me again next Tuesday for another episode and feel free to hop on a free consult call on Zoom with me before then to find out more about coaching one-on-one in my six-week coaching program where you will learn to prioritize so you have time for your passion alongside your motherhood. To book a call, go to my website at joyfulmamacoaching.com. That's joyful with two L's. See you then and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.